0: I've never seen a diamond in the flesh I cut my teeth on wedding rings the- Dude, that's pretty oh, cool I man, that is a, I'm just sad clown
1: That is sad clown <laughs> Dude, that's pretty good This is the clue Bringing you weekly interviews with F3 Omaha packs, exploring their F3 experiences, and finding those sticky elements that create the glue in the gloom. You know, this week, uh, so this this man holds a special place in my in my heart. Uh, he's actually designed my future future home, uh, but he also um, took over uh saved I, the
0: pit from uh, extinction. <laughs> no, no, no,
2: no, no. We
1: started all of, the, all of the greatness at the, at the pit, and um, I've just continued to watch uh, this guy engage. And so, Gunnar, we're, we're excited to just have a chance to talk with you today and, and learn about you, man, uh, and share with the packs sort of what... What's behind uh, the high-impact man that we, we all know is Gunner? Um, I know you've participated in a, a lot of different events and um, have been around F3 Omaha for three years? Coming up on uh, Not quite like that one, but
2: two. Just been two this past summer, yeah.
1: Gosh, it seems like longer. But, hey, if you don't mind, um, take us back to that, uh, maybe your first workout, and um, how yeah. did the name uh, Gunner come about?
2: Well, uh, yeah, um, it was really fortunate that uh, I didn't realize at the time that um, I got such a cool name, but it was uh, the Woodshed, uh, Safe Ride. Uh, him His father and my father are like, they're Sheila, they're best of friends, they, they talk every day and all that stuff, so I, I, I came to uh, know Safe Ride uh, through our dads, and uh, he invited me out, sent me a text, hey, what are you doing tomorrow at 5.30, and it's like, i um, really what's the answer to that it's one thing you're either sleeping or, or uh, sleeping or something you know so I responded it's like oh, nothing much and he's like hey uh, you want to go to a workout and I was like yeah sure that'd be great uh, I would love it because uh, I was definitely kind of a sad clown doing the non-progressive gym tactic and um, so yeah it was a Friday Brazilian was on the queue um, it was a classic Brazilian two-man grinder or no it was like a, a ladder maybe it was but we were using the golf course and I remember running down that thing with the uh, safe ride and every time on the way down I would slip and fall on my ass I was just like this is great you know I'm looking really coordinated but um, it was a great workout kicked my ass um, appreciate safe ride grunting uh, through it with me and uh, at the very end of uh, their you know it was a boot camp style and I kind of figured you know Most everybody there, all the guys were like veterans, like myself. And so, you know, I went right in with being in the Marines and all my uh, stuff I did in the Marine Corps. And uh, I mentioned that I was a crew chief on helicopters. And um, so obviously our man TC, being familiar with the helicopter world, he threw out their gunner. And um, I was like, oh, man, that'd be great. Because, geez, when when I was in the Marines, my fellow guys, they called me TARD as a, a nickname i'm like that's a huge step up so i was very grateful with that and then later on that's down the road as long as i've been in there's so many guys that's come up man you got a really cool name i'm like thanks man i mean it was thanks to tc for laying it on me so that's how i got my name
0: well that's awesome i actually we just joked with Sparty about giving a name revision and i actually probably will revise your name to tard <laughs>
1: yeah just kidding kidding.
0: that's probably not that's not acceptable it's probably not pc (laughs) in
2: today's world anymore man
1: (laughs) for sure well hey before i forget i do want to um thank you for your service you know i think that's cool um it is interesting though like the the sort of lower the the few number of guys in f3 omaha it's like we're such a, a militant sort of feel but that we don't have as many guys that are that are in um f3 that that are in the military at least not in our region but what um where where were you at in life before then um as far as like you know we're, what made you sort of willing to say yes and try this thing out
2: well first thing was I, I had just recently moved back to omaha probably like you know three years ago um you know quick story was um uh, you know i joined the marines um Did six years in the Marines. I met my best friend. He was from Cincinnati. After the Marines, we moved back to Cincinnati, and I just moved in and out there. Really loved the city. Went to college out there and everything and got a job and just really loved it. And then about five years ago, my mom passed away. And so um, when that happened, my dad, you know, was here all in Omaha all by himself. My brothers, Me and my brother, we all moved away. We were all over the country and stuff like that. you know, not having a family of my own, I was like, you know, this is kind of silly, why am I out here, and he's there, and this is just not right, you know, and I was like, I think it's time for me to go back to Omaha, I mean, you know, I'm looking forward to it, and so um, I did that, and when I moved back, it was about a 20-year time span in between, uh, from where I was first back here, and in that time, I did not stay connected with anybody, you know, it's like, I came to Omaha, and I was like, born and raised here, but, um, I was really a new guy once again, so, um, I was really grateful when, um, SafeFry reached out to me, and then, um, going into F3, and it's like, oh, man, these are some great guys, and this is not the kind of boot camp I was expecting, you know, I was definitely expecting the militant style, and because it wasn't, I was like, that's cool, I think I can come back to this, and, and really, you know, get involved with this, because it was, you know, nobody in your face, nobody like do it again, start over, it's like, come on, man, you know, none of that stuff like that, so um, it just came at a great time to where I had just moved back and was really needed to get some uh, reconnections in the city and grow some roots again.
1: That's, that's awesome, um, you know, it's interesting because you mentioned uh, just getting to be a member of the packs, and, you know, I think we all have those moments of, like, we lose touch with friends from, you know, just different phases of life or, or things, you know, um, just move at different speeds for different people. And um, so I'm, I'm, I'm thankful too that uh, yeah. Steve and I reached out and brought you in. I'm, I'm curious if, you know, as as time has gone on, I mean, you've continued to stay involved. And, you know, we, one of the, the things I've always wondered, i uh, wonder if you could share on is like, we talk about the concentrica, right? And we talk about your M and your kids, mm-hmm. uh, but you kind of hit on there that you don't have you're not married. You don't currently have children, at least not that you know of, right? Uh, right, right,
2: yeah. And, uh, <laughs> not in this country, no. <laughs> but
1: how how have you like kind of stayed engaged, or you know, what's what's that journey been like for you? As we sort of bring up some of those concepts, and um, you've been really engaged in Q source. I mean, how have you adjusted or or looked at those uh, concepts in your life?
2: Yeah, no, that's a great point. Um, because of F three and the fact that I don't have my own family, it just me a Whole huge amount of tremendous respect for all my fellow PACS members, and fact, my peers, of the, the fatherhood that they decided to go down. You know, I was like, wow, you know, um, I kind of went down and decided I'm not doing that. You know, I had so many kind of guys in the Marines, like, don't ever get married, don't ever get married. It's like, okay, I won't. And kind of, you know, I just never took to that lifestyle, I guess. And so, um, it's one of those things, it's just like, man, you know, what those guys have to kind of sacrifice is just so extraordinary in my mind that it's just, I just really have the utmost respect. And because of that, you know, I do have a lot of uh, spare time, obviously, that um, a lot of the PAX members don't have. So it's like, because I don't have those that, you know, my own 2.0s or anything like that, it, It's it's definitely forcing me to, like, reevaluate, you know, it's like, I have to admit there is one thing I have and it is time. So therefore I need to do something more with it. I mean, I do need to once again, accelerate and, um, uh, uh, listening to, um, I went back and listened to Sparty's uh, podcast that he did with you guys. And it's like all the talk that he had, you know, it really, it helped me and motivate me to, um, he put it out there not too long ago that, um, uh, you know, North stars needs mentorship, you know? And so he put it out there. I remember, uh, um, Wait time mentioned it, and one of his COTs a long time ago. So it's like, all right, it's time to get out of the comfort zone. I don't have kids. I don't think I'm terrible with them, but I don't know why like, I'm comfortable. But I'm going to take this this challenge, and I'm going to go and be a mentor and um, give some of the time I do have for kids that need it. So um, because of all the guys that do, you know, sacrifice their time, I just want to do a little bit on my own now and that's going to
0: be, yeah, I knew I'm going to go with it. Man, I, I certainly commend you for that. There is something to be said about, uh, you know, having some respect for the guys that I know, Plague, I talk to Plague all the time about his wife and kid. Yeah. And how much time he actually devotes to his daughter, Georgia, and what that looks like as a parent. And you're absolutely right. It is a huge focus. So I commend you for realizing that there is a lot of time that you could spend elsewhere and are challenging yourself to do that because – I myself have found myself not doing those things, so certainly respect that you're doing that, you know. And I think, uh, you know, you even took it a step further to take on a leadership role with some of that free time, right? And so maybe you can talk to us about what that looked like. Why? What went into your decision to kind of pick up that leadership role and take over the pit? And uh, your experience there?
2: that's gotcha, Sure. Well, you know, taking over the pit was a tremendous honor because I remember um, the pit was the very first uh, AO when I was part of, um, Hey,
0: can when, I, can I just stop you real quick? Yeah. I'm sorry to interrupt. I think no. that we need to give it the context so that it deserves to kind of tee you up to sound like the savior that you actually oh, are. <laughs> no. I think, uh, the plague had, uh, had this grand idea of moving it to, uh, an AO, to papillion and, uh, yeah. he was doing it, you know, <laughs> begging people to come out, uh, and just couldn't get it done. And then, you know, a change of leadership, and it really flourished, so I really just wanted to tee you up as the the savior of the pit, is what you are.
2: Man, it's a good thing there's a lot of love between you two, because, I mean, I think I got a lot of props to play for having the, uh, the vision to actually, you know, starfish outside of the Dodge Street corridor, you know, let's face it, when I got involved with F3, it was definitely you know, two or three blocks north or south of uh, Dodge Street. And so all of a sudden, I think we were at, I don't know, th- 12 or 13 AOs. And and then he's like, let's get out of, you know, further. And he started the pit. And that time it was the pit and the Oracle. And for me, it was like, well, they're both a terrible long drive. So it's like, whatever. And I was like, I'll go down to the uh, pit and check this out and, you know, just see what it's like. And so I just went down there and just kind of stuck with it. And um, I think because I was one of the guys that kind of showed up every Saturday down there, a beautiful place. I had so much to do. It was just a great honor that when um, he, when Plague was ready to pass the shovel fly, that he thought of me and selected me. I was like, I kind of didn't say anything. I was like, whoa, you sure you really want me to do this, take it over? I mean, I mean, yeah, it'd be great. I would love to. So um, I, I, you know, took the shovel fly very humbly and with uh, great honor. And uh, it did kind of take off, but, you know, I do have to give props. You know, we talk about the mission for male community leadership, and uh, there's some great community guys down there at Propelia, and uh, You know, Firewalker is a tremendous Sarpy guy, and John claude and Knobs, And it was like those guys, you know, were instrumental in the whole growth of Sarpy County, you know, starting off showing up on Saturdays and bringing in guys, and then bang. You know, it just did take off. They brought in some guys from their their little league team. To now, is bringing in four other guys. So it's like, all right, <laughs> it's just kind of right place at the right time. I mean, I'll be honest. I'm not. I don't live in Sarpy County, so I couldn't eh anybody. But uh, big prop to uh, all those Sarpy guys and the Sarpy swagger they have going down there. It's really been impressive and uh, just uh, really a really great little honor to observe from where I was. You know, so. They, they certainly
0: are. They are taking off down there, and the Sarpy swagger certainly, oh, yeah. certainly is real.
1: It's <laughs> a thing. Well,
0: yeah. I hate to admit it, you know, being one of those Dodge corridor guys. So, uh, but yeah, there certainly is. Well, I guess uh, you know, just kind of going back to my question: Where was your headspace at? Did you feel like you had been accelerating uh, recently, and you felt like it was your time to take over? Were you completely caught off guard and unprepared, or I guess what went into that decision to say yes to play? Yeah.
2: Um, I think it was, you know, did I feel I was prepared? No, but at the same time, I just, you know, Pike had opened up to me. We had, we had text back and forth a few times. Hey, great job. I would say great COT. And I just really admired what he was doing. I knew he had, a uh, you know, started up Paradise Island. He also now started up a second AO. I'm like, man, this guy is, you know, F3 top notch. <laughs> He's up there. You know, it's the way he approached me. <laughs> And When he approached me, I was like, I can't tell this guy no. I mean, I might get you know, exercise or uh, booted out of F three if I say no to him. But uh, no, it was just uh, like I said. It was I had a I have a whole heck of a lot of respect for Plague and everything and his dedication to F three. You know, uh, his spirituality and definitely how open he is. And so um, he's in a way quite opposite of me. And he's he's kind of you know taught me to be a little bit more open. So. It was, like I said, just a great honor to, you know, follow in his footsteps to take over one of his, what, six Qs that he's – or AOs that he started or anything. So I mean, he's right, he got a small fraternity of after-Qs or after-playing guys. Yeah, you know, we, we welcome uh, bad
0: stories of plague here. So if you got any of those, feel free to throw those out throughout the discussion. Oh, no, well, no, no. I did want to no, – let me no. just follow up real quick because I think this is one of those rare times where we actually get to have a uh, former, <laughs> thank you, um, who passed it off to one of our, our guests. So, Plague, like, I guess now would be a good time for me to ask you what went into your decision making, why you went with uh, Gunner here, um, any regrets? Any regrets? <laughs>
1: Oh, no, you know, I, to be honest, I think at the time um, we were looking for somebody that was consistent. We were looking for somebody that had a strong history of of leadership that was, you know, sticking to our core principles. Uh, we were also because the the pit had terrible winter quarters. I was like, who who came to the pit during the winter time? Uh, you know, and then um, you know, Gunnar has has led he's given me a run for my money with number of, of workouts uh, led in the past couple of years, but um, he's led workouts at all different sites. And it's just so shown a lot of, of versatility. And we knew, you know, at the time there were a lot of guys in Sarpy that were joining that, that had this great potential, but just didn't have the um, time really, or experience within F3. And so we kind of knew, Hey, we, we need to give these guys a, a good strong leader uh, to really bring them up in the F3 uh, mentality and core principles, and and I think you see evidence of that, um, not just in how the, the numbers took off at the pit, but I think Gunner was involved in a lot of conversations with guys like like Knobs and Firewalker about where's the next site, what's the pulse of the guys, and um, so he really put in the time to learn, like, what do they need, what do they want in that community, um, and even, I, I think, took it a step further this last, last summer to bring uh, Q source down to the pit and move the workout time to six a.m. I mean, just continuing to stay engaged with those guys, and, and we could see that in Gunner from the moment he joined. You know, I think um, Q source is something for me when I when I participate in that. You kind of you get to hear how how open a guy is to sharing uh, and being vulnerable, and then I, you also get to hear. Um, like what a guy has been through and what they've learned through their life experiences that they're applying on a day-to-day basis. And and Gunnar has consistently participated and and shared that, um, you know, and and so I think that there's a lot that went into it. It also, you know, um, I was talking to Tater and Wait Time about closing the pit. You know, I was like, this isn't working. We got to close it um you know and so i think they just wanted somebody else uh, that also had maybe more of a positive spirit about a new a new area and that you know they said this this plague guy needs to uh go on the back burner and you know um really you know give somebody else and gunner was willing you know i I will say um anytime we're selecting a new site queue uh, we're, we're looking for a lot of different things but but you've also got to be willing to do something you maybe haven't done before, and um, you know accept guidance and and feedback. And so anyway, I, that's not a short answer because um, there's a lot that goes into it. But but I think Gunner was the perfect fit, and I, and you know Gipper is going to do a fantastic job mm-hmm. too. And so I think um, you know it's good good selection there on on your behalf. But it's amazing, you know, when I look across all of the different site queues it's so hard like i'm just one guy and i barely know how to put my day together so um we need other people to elevate hey this guy's got some leadership potential this guy over here he can really lead um and so you know as other guys are are sort of pulse checking the packs and helping us find future leaders um that that information is really useful you know and and i would also just say since you gave me the mic here pony uh, i would also just say that um one of the things we talk about in Q sources is, is identity or D2X or you know how do we help guys find that? Well, the reality is that if other people around you aren't in helping you identify what you're good at or what you're bad at, then you're just guessing on your own, right? Or you're using sort of worldly metrics to identify things that you may be good at, but um, you know like if I'm really good at responding to email there's not a lot of good that email response time does in my community. So I need I need other <laughs> feedback on more uh, impactful actions or, or things that I do. So, um, you know, if you, if you see somebody out there that's a good leader or they, they did a good job, I think it goes a long way just to tell them that. Um, and that, you know, I yeah. think he, over time, Gunner just continued to perform, continued to get feedback he was performing. And then that gave him confidence to excel beyond what he even thought maybe was possible himself. So,
2: yeah. No, thanks so much. I mean, that's kind of what I also needed is um, I do feel like I, I'm a pretty good quality leader, but I also need to be pushed in that direction a little bit. It's like I will definitely kind of take the submissive road sometimes. It's like, hey, you know, like, for example, in F3, I think it works great. Um, what's to change about it? Nothing. I mean, it's working for so many and we're growing so fast, and it's just kind of like, you know, there's really truly nothing I want to come in and change or do anything different. Uh, you know, play playing the shovel flag and, you know, just keep that same thing going down there. And then, yeah, okay. People are taking it to the first step. Let's take it now to the next level. Let's get the Q source. All right. That's something we've done at other sites. That's nothing flashy or big or different. So, you know, let's show these guys on a Sarpy that we're just more than a fitness workout group, that there is a, whole lifestyle involved to it. So, um, it was really, you know, a great push. I'm glad that, uh, he brought it to me and, um, it's helped elevate me to accelerate pretty much in all of my facets of life, not just, you know, F3, but, you know, here in the house, here in my neighborhood and all that good stuff. So it was a, an honor to be nominated. It just, um, honor to take over and it's helped me accelerate outside of F3. So,
0: well, that's, that's awesome, man. Well, and you know, Gunnar, you got firsthand experience of why we haven't done the plague podcast yet. He's the uh, definition of uh, give an inch, take a mile. So I'm curious on on how you think F3 has impacted uh, your acceleration in the second F and, and third.
2: Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, um, second F maybe I could probably still do a little better. I'm an introverted heart. I <laughs> I do kind of love being, being by myself, kind of, I got, you know, I do live here with my dad, and my, in the house I grew up in, but my whole downstairs basement is decked up the way I want it, and I get comfortable down there, and it's like, all right, I shouldn't be so comfortable down, I do need to get out there, and, uh, you know, go to a second F opportunity of, you know, having some happy hour beers with the guys, or something like that, but, um, I do need to probably work on my second F a little bit more. I do enjoy the cafeteria. Don't get me wrong. Cafeteria is great. But, um, now that, you know, I've kind of graduated, um, being an AO, it's definitely time for me to, uh, I think, step up my third F game. Um, I think with what, uh, Spari has done has been tremendous. And that's why, um, it's encouraged me to do, uh, go out there to Northstar and be a mentor. Um, I definitely love doing some of the stuff that, uh, Wentworth puts out there for, um, Heartland Hope, if that's, I mean, it's crazy, but um, going down there, doesn't even seem like a third F opportunity anymore. It's just kind of fun to do. Um, same with the donation of blood. So, I mean, I just feel that, um, okay, I'm no longer a site cube, but, I mean, I could touch base with some guys and talk with uh, whoever to do some more third F opportunity because I know that was kind of one of the things I think uh, the entire F3 Omaha was kind of uh, – gig done in a way. He's like, you guys are killing it first FY, but if you could do a little more third F, you could really, you know, say something to F3 Nation with uh, what's going on here, and I just think that speaks loudly to my heart is, you know, helping other people and um, making them, you know, I'm third, so, you know, whatever I can do for the others is definitely paramount, so.
1: What, uh, you referenced the the I am third, and I know you've done a lot of different um, you know, 3rd F events. I feel like um, you've got a lot of experience there. What, what have been some of your other sort of favorite uh, memories in the past uh, few years? What 3rd F or, or otherwise? Anything that stands out that um, you just really enjoyed or is a highlight for you?
2: Um, uh, let's see. Like I said, I mean, the Heartland Hope has been great because I do enjoy now seeing, you know, obviously. I've uh, seen some of the residents of that neighborhood come through and remembering their faces has been really cool and keen. Um, it, um, it gets my wheels spinning a little bit going down in that neighborhood because uh, growing up, my grandparents were in that neighborhood. So, uh, you know, I know my aunt and uncle spending Christmas and stuff. Going down to the Heartland Hope has been awesome for me um, because, you know, it's where my dad grew up and I kind of have connections with my childhood. And it's those people who are so grateful. It's kind of like some of the other conversations. When you come to F3, you don't know guys or warriors, politicians, or whatever they do. It's like when you go down there, it's like seeing they're just other everyday people that just, you know, they need to cook something for their family. And they just want to talk and, and, you know, speak to one another when they're at a grocery store. And it's just kind of a, a cool neighborhood type feeling where there's, you know, yeah, they're probably a little down on their luck, but you just don't get that vibe when you talk to them. And uh, it's just makes me feel real good going on there. So that's probably my favorite third F opportunity. And then obviously going on third, uh, donate the blood. Um, Those ladies out there, they're a blast. Um, They love F3 and uh, it's great talking with all of them when, you know, they get a big kick out of our, our our bleed bleed times and stuff like that. So, (laughs) Um, but you know, at, at the same time, I think we have to keep, I know, um, we have to keep coming up with new things. And I, I want to work on doing something new for 3rd F and get in touch with Wentworth or whatever we can do that's free and uh, affects our community.
1: So I love that. It, I, I like your passion there too, and continuing to find opportunities that engage more guys. I, you know, I definitely agree. That's an area we, we definitely need to work on um i know so you you have read free to lead i believe yep, i have uh, absolutely yeah <laughs> and uh, well, at least that's two of us no i'm kidding, yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> i think it's finished um I, and I know you've you've done a lot of the Q source discussions you've led several of those um, curious from your your perspective what has stood out to you in, in those conceptually um, have you been able to apply any any stuff you've learned there to uh, day-to-day life or what's that been like for you
2: yeah I mean uh, that's a, a great point um, it's fascinating to me I kind of mentioned this in one of uh, I don't know whose Q source discussion it was but uh, there are some great articles during Q Source that help um you know bring the, the notion of what this leadership trait is that they're talking about a leadership topic. And uh, I always really enjoy the part of the reading where they actually relate it to a, a you know a real life experience and stuff like that. Um, for me, um I I do value those stuff, but sometimes it gets so complex and and it's like over the top. It's like, oh my goodness. It's almost like I'm not a golfer, but it's like going up into the tee boxes. like, all right, heads down, face open, under, feet parallel and all that stuff. And it's like, is leadership like this to where it's like, okay, before I go into this, do I need to remember, uh, you know, who's strong at this and who's strong at that? And it's like, uh, I always will time to take a step back. It's like, just keep it stupid or keep it simple, stupid. And, you know, remember you're here to, you know, push these guys to the max and make sure that, you know, they're not demoralized or anything like that. And that's something I really carried over from the Marines. I, I, you know, shared this with other people. It's four words, you know, for my leadership traits or, you know, principles, it's, you know, mission accomplishment and troop welfare. If you do those both concepts, you, they're tough to balance, but you're accomplishing what your team is set out to do while everybody's morale is high. It's like, well, there it is. Um, but granted, uh, source is a great supplement to, like, give you all those little small uh branches off of how do you accomplish your mission you gotta mentor people you gotta you know push them and you gotta push them in the right way with positive reinforcement and stuff like that so um yeah i get a tremendous a lot out of the q source topics and stuff like that um because it's just yeah phenomenal it's it's well done for and well pretty good, pretty well written for all the lawyers that are in f3 nation you know?
1: <laughs> yeah there's a, there's a few i you know i, I love that because it, it is hard to remember right i mean if you think there's four quadrants and each quadrant mm-hmm. has however many cue points and the, and you know it's it's in the moment what are you going to remember and they 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 say you lean back on your your systems right not necessarily um the newest content that you've learned when you're in, yeah. in a time of challenge um, so I, I, I like that you mentioned that. I'm also curious, you know, as you've uh, brought other you know guys into QSource, Source, um, what's been your experience there? How have other guys received that down in, in SARP? Just
2: well, you know, that was a great thing. It's um, I was nervous that you know, obviously bringing something new into it. Um, I felt like, of course, like any kind of public speaker, I'm talking too much. That's what these is, these is supposed to go. Um, at the same time, I was like, you know, again, you put up the, uh, link to read and, you know, when nobody responds, like, all right, nobody read it. So <laughs> kind of feel like a school teacher. So, um, but at the same time it's like keep doing it just like a workout and they catch on and, um, obviously, you know, bring the coffee along with it. It helps. But, um, uh, they're really, uh, guys are really accepting. And, um, you know, I think before too long, there's definitely going to be Sarpy guys that want to lead it. Uh, they realize, hey, F3 is more than just a workout. And uh, so uh, it's great. And it's a great feeling that it's so accepted. It's, I mean, granted, obviously I didn't invent Q source or anything like that, but, you know, kind of exposing a group like that to something kind of new or new to them anyways. Uh, and then go oh wow this is great Um, this is something that we can use it's just a great feeling to have so it was a great call to do it it needed to be done and um i think doing it on saturdays is the best because they're definitely that's their best time down there as well
1: yeah well that was a good idea on on your part so so t class to you for that Uh idea Oh um, no! It was definitely
2: getting your idea, but you're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> just like, all right, right, gotta get the date rolling. Let's do it.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, you you did you did the hard part. Hey, um, you're also something that I think you've got a a, a good uh, reputation for is bringing stuff from the the lexicon <laughs> into the workout, and I and I think you've introduced some work some exercises to the packs that we never would have even done had we not had had you cueing uh, so many workouts. So. You know, I know, like, like goofballs are one are now. You see a lot of people doing goofballs, but nobody did them before you. Um, <laughs> I know, and yeah. so I'm curious, what, what is your uh, – what's your least favorite exercise? Would you
2: say? <laughs> wow. You know, honestly, um, as I'm getting older now, anything that we have to leave our feet for <laughs> something. Else, <laughs> it's like Bobby Hurley's or box jumps. I'm like, I'm like, why? why, why do we have to leave the ground, <laughs> it's like, it's like, my knees feel good, I don't need to, uh, but, um, I, yeah, it's probably a toss-up between Bobby Hurley's and box jump, because I just hate jumping anymore, <laughs> even, like, sash, <laughs> side straddle hops, like, oh, here we go, but, um
1: no, yeah. I, I know probably this is on everybody's mind because um, really every day at the pit is Gunner's birthday. But uh, <laughs> when 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 is your actual birthday, just so people know?
2: Yeah, it's actually it's in one month. It's October seventh. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, October seven.
2: Yeah, I think if you actually if you forget, you could go to the pit's Twitter handle. It has got my birthday because before I was getting ready to hand off the Twitter handle to. Uh, to Gipper, I saw the date of, or something was blank. I'm like, you know what? I will put a date of birth. I'll put the, when um, we first started the pit. That'll be cool. You know, that way it was, you know, everybody will kind of have it right there. So I put, uh, you know, June, or July 20th, 2019, you know, it just started a couple years ago. Cool. And then bam. Twitter shut it down because it's like, you cannot, I didn't realize it, but you have to be 13 years or older to actually have a Twitter account. And so I had to contact Twitter support to get them to unlock the, the PITS Twitter handle. And in order to do that, I had to send a picture of my driver's license with my date of birth on it. So Twitter put my birth date in the PITS Twitter handle because I had to prove it was the pit's over 13 years old
1: <laughs> that's perfect now are now you're is this uh are you gonna be respect you've got two more years
2: um it'll be uh one more i'll be 49 in a month so okay. yeah
1: we'll yeah. have to we'll have to keep that on our account on our <laughs> well i i know um you've seen a lot of different fngs and uh, you've helped a lot of other guys sort of expand their leadership and growth within f3 so i'm, I'm curious your insight or encouragement advice for uh the new guy or, or maybe it's the the packs when a new guy shows up you know I, i've often wondered what um how could we better approach that to make people feel um more a part of the group but any insight or encouragement advice you would give there
2: i mean that was what got me to come back was the encouragement you know because um when i did that first workout there um next to safe ride slipping on my ass every time and and kind of holding him up. We were definitely a six and I knew safe ride was in better shape than that. And, um, the guys were all great job. Hey, good to go. And it was just like, man, that's what brought me back was the anti boot camp mentality of no matter how badly you personally feel about doing it, you know, don't feel bad about it. Keep coming out. It's encouraging. That's what this is about. It's, um, we're going to have enough Bad things out there to face every day. We don't need to face it here in the next 45 minutes when we're together. So um, it's just kind of like you said. The first quadrant of um, this whole F3 is to get right, and that's what this 45 minutes at 5:30 in the morning is. It's for you to come out here to get right, and all the guys you're going to see are going to encourage you. No matter if you do stop or anything like that, it's like um, you know. This is your time, 45 minutes, get right, and to come back out and do it again with us the next day, or when you're able to. I mean, I definitely wasn't an everyday guy right away, but um, you yeah, have the positive reinforcement and accolades and the pats on the back, and the encouragement, the text, and all that stuff that um, seems so minor. is so huge and, and, and monumental that uh, it's, it's fabulous. That's the way to keep guys coming out remembering their names and all that little stuff it goes a long way
1: when well, some of that goes into the troop troop welfare portion of, of what you talked about right it's just oh, how yeah. you keep tabs and all the guys that are a part of that part of the troop you know um, right
2: i, really I think that's that. what's been very beneficial for me too during this um huge growth period i it's fortunate that here i live in uh, douglas county and was a uh, you know a sarpy pit or ao where i was able to go back and forth and meet so many of the new guys this past year working out Monday through Friday here and then going down in South. It's like I'm it's like, yeah, we have got a lot of new people, but uh not new guys. But yeah, I still know their their names and remember their names and stuff like that. I'm um, now granted now that I'm out of it, I have to make a stronger effort and head out and see what Miller Mojo's like and all that kind of stuff. So but yeah, it was really fortunate timing for me to be a sarpy al and work out here in uh,
1: omaha i love a it lot. well gunner we we've covered a lot and I, I really appreciate all of your your insight just how to keep things simple and uh, you know really how to live third i'm curious if there's any other thoughts or insight or things that you would share or um, things that you feel like the facts should know
2: oh yeah, i mean i appreciate you giving me the last word i'm again very humble Did you guys thought about me to uh, showcase me for this forty-five minutes. Uh, I do like to really play it under the radar. I mean, <laughs> that's my preference. But uh, uh, this has been great, and you know, T. Class to um, wait time and, and Cotton and to you. You know, I mean, we've grown so much that there are there there's a, a few guys that are kind of. I don't know, I would say upper echelon that, you know, we definitely need your leadership because of the fact that we've grown so much. But I, I'm grateful that you guys are not changing what the whole concept is. It's just, you know, it's not broken. And so we still plug on with the workouts and the coffees and all that basic stuff. I mean, you guys are definitely sticking to keeping it simple. And that's, that's great and appreciated and, and noticeable.
1: Makes it easier to expand too if it's if it's the same. Yeah, <laughs> easier right. to replicate. Yeah. But uh, definitely appreciate your time, and uh, we'll take it out in uh, name Rama here. So Brandon Fleardy, thirty-five, the plague. The plague. Plague. John Whitworth, thirty, Pony
0: Express. Pony
2: Express. Yeah. Do, do we do, Yeah, I was gonna say, do we do something? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Matt Rymar, forty-eight, Gunner. Gunner.
0: Thank you, you brother. Appreciate the time.